having my fulfillment engine fully mapped out at every step of it. So as I grow, you know, and I take on the next 10 to 12 clients over the next, um, you know, that is my goal within the next 90 days is to grow again at 10 to 12 clients and then build the next 10 to 12, but only after I build the infrastructure for it and each kind of, you know, I set the steps of where I know I'm going to need the next person to start working on, the next fulfillment level that I'm going to be need to be providing. Uh, so where I am right now is really that, that build-up finish of the, uh, the architecture of a, you know, what I hope to be a seven-figure business very soon. This is Digital Marketer. Hey everyone, this is Marcy Grass, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you be focused on to the cutting edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Aton Pollinger, and he is the owner of Prosperous Media and also a newer certified partner that's had fantastic success with the program. So welcome, Aton. Hi, thank you. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, you know, I think you posted a uh, a case study that you, you know, had a really big success story uh, with some of the taxes that you learned from our agency accelerator and also the certified partner. So it would just be awesome to talk about that. So let's, uh, let's just start what what happened. Yeah, I mean, I think, like most people starting out, um, you have a lot of these, uh, you know, ambitious goals and, and thoughts of what it's going to look like. Um, and when I just kind of, you know, I left the corporate world, I was working for over, you know, about nine years working within companies, you know, building the marketing for them, managing teams. And, you know, I was a, a specialist, moved to be a manager, then a director, then an executive, you know, the, the overall kind of uh, trajectory. Um, when I decided to go and, and work for myself, I had, you know, I knew, I knew I could sell and I knew I could do marketing. So I thought naturally this would be great. <laughs> easy, easy. I got this. <laughs> yeah, super easy. Just going to go for it. Um, and of course, what I quickly realized when I was doing my thing and selling as I do, um, and I grew a company fairly quickly, I would say within three to four months, it was a, you know, I was at a multiple six figure, um, potential, right. With the monthly recurring that I've created, uh, which was very exciting. Um, and also reached a very quick point of realizing that I've committed to, you know, about 12 businesses, uh, in different industries, different services, <laughs> Um, and realized that that's not, not only not scalable, it's not maintainable. And I was starting to, you know, everything just started to, to come down around me. I was like, oh my God, I have to do a CRM build out for this person, a Google ads thing for that person, a, a Facebook advertising for this thing. And, and, you know, it just started to really uh, come together. I didn't know how to build a team properly or how to hire people. And I tried kind of connecting to all these groups and, you know, hired a couple of VAs, had to let them go, hired, you know, <laughs> had to outsource, had the to let like, outsource yeah. and go. Yeah. I was like, this is just not, you know, um, not sustainable for me. And I was, I had to scale down pretty significantly with pretty quickly. Cause I realized I just can't do that. <laughs> right. So, um, what I was very, you know, happy is when I got this invitation to look into the uh, certified partner program with Digital Marketer. Um, I wanted to, you know, what enticed me in it was okay. Here's a they have a model that's been, you know, that they've worked on that they, you know, some of the smartest people out there have put something together for you <laughs> to check out, right? Um, so that's kind of what initially intrigued me, right? So I jumped in and. Uh, signed up. I was like, okay, let's go. You know, it wasn't necessarily, I wasn't flash for all this, you know, flash for all this cash. I was like, okay, let's make this investment. Let's see what we can, you know, make happen here. Um, and what I found is, you know, because naturally after having to scale down and, 
you know, feeling like a complete, like, oh my God, I messed up. <laughs> right. I was like, I tried, to, I, I grew too quickly. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, so my confidence was kind of beat. Right. I mean, I felt like, um, I don't know, I got to take a pause here. I got to take a moment. Um, and by finding kind of the resources within the certified partner program, you know, in the agency accelerator program, that's also within that, that you're getting access to. Um, I gained this kind of clarity and that confidence to be like, okay, hey, here's a framework. It's been proven. You can, you know, you can use these, you know, these tools to create that clarity for me, uh, but also for my clients. And I think that really drove me into, you know, the next steps of all this. Uh, oh, so cool. Well, well, it's funny because everything that you've talked about is so, you know, it's typical. It's everybody thinks like, oh, I'll just start the business. And if you're good at marketing, which is, you know, most people aren't, but if you are good at marketing, uh, it's easy to scale immediately and not really understand the the back end. Because, you know, in addition to just marketers, small business owners in general think like, oh man, if I could just double revenue, if I could just double revenue, it'll fix everything instead of what it actually does, which is create <laughs> just a pile of different problems That's exactly what i thought <laughs> like sales will fix everything yeah, make oh, more just money. more sales more money <laughs> well it's the fun part too you know it's the we like doing the fun things in in business so uh no that that's huge it's huge for you to realize the problem that soon because a lot of times what will happen is everybody's kind of told like oh it's going to take 12 months to get off the ground it's going to take 24 months to get off the ground so just keep on hustling and you'll be fine whereas you realize within a couple months that no, this is going to go very poorly, <laughs> very <laughs> fast. And then you took action to, to fix it. So that's, you know, kudos to you on that, because that's not something that um, most people realize. Thanks. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, I don't know that I felt like I have a choice, but I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, well, but even your big business experience, because that's the other side right. is that when people come from a bigger company and they're like, oh yeah, you know, you just send it to Sally will do this and then Bob will do that. And then all these things. Then you're like, Oh, Oh crap. It's just me. And then what you do exactly what you talked about. You do hire a VA, you start outsourcing. And then you realize that, you know, you can't hire somebody to fix your problems because unless you have a system to fix the problems, that new person is just going to create a new set of problems. Just like, like you probably realized. So uh, yeah, like I said, that's, that's huge what you did. So what was the, did you have like a certain like breakout moment where you're like, oh my gosh, okay, this is, I could do this and I could fix all these issues that you kind of built up. You know, I think as I knew, you know, I knew all the different pieces of, you know, SEO and Google ads and, you know, all the different acquisition was really my kind of strong suit because I've always been very focused on like revenue. I'm not a very, you know, I am, you know, there's obviously the marketers who are great at, you know, brand and design and all that you know, aspect of things. I'm very focused on like, you know, I was a performance, always performance-based type stuff. Um, so when I started looking at the, you know, the customer value journey that is taught through digital marketer, I um, mean, the sequence matters. It, you know, that kind of, you know, funny enough, although it is, you know, I've heard of many different types of buyer journeys and all that, you know, I've, I, you know, I've looked at it, but the way it's shown and walked through really resonated with me in a way that, uh, maybe a bit different than some other people. Um, you know, in my past, I was a combat medic in the military. Oh, wow. um, and one of the things is, you know, sequence matters <laughs> when you're triaging and taking care, right? There's the, you know, there's the A, B, C, D, E, and, and being a medic, which is A is, you know, the air, you know, you go through the, the, the metrics of what, you know, the, what matters most to keeping this person alive. 
right? And when applied to in a different a different way, you look at it and say, okay, what are the sequence of things that need to happen to make this business come alive or, you know, obviously perform better than just surviving. But you get what I'm saying, right? If we took it, hey, it's the airway, it's the breathing, it's a, the C circulation, right? What's going to create the most trouble? But when I connected it and I looked at the overall kind of customer value journey and it resonated in a way that I could understand it, uh, you know, it kind of clicked this kind of the flow that needs to be in place to create the results, right? Um, and, you know, one of the, you know, the few clients that I kept on, I implemented it pretty much immediately. I was like, okay, hey, let's bring this customer value journey in and use the tactics that are taught here. And I created, you know, within our first month of implementing it, we brought in like, you know, 43 new clients for them, which is a big deal for them and a big deal for me. And I was for also anybody. very excited, right? <laughs> so this wind under my back, I was like, wow, okay, I have the right system in place now. I can actually do this. And that's gave me like, okay, let's go and get more people to experience this. Right. Wow, man, that's well. I love the analogy with uh, you know combat medic because it is. Yeah, I had a, a cousin who talked about that and how they you know shot a pig and then he had to fix the pig like as fast as possible. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's yeah. If you think about it, you always think like, no, I'll have the plan, and then when something goes wrong, I'll be able to think about the plan, and then you know I'll make it work. But a lot of times, uh, you're in the moment, and you if, unless you train for it, which is the systems that you have in place. There's no way you're going to handle it right. You're going to default to who knows, probably the knee-jerk reaction. But you know, I love what you said too about uh, how you had to let clients go. Um, could you expand on that a little bit? Like, did you decide on a niche, or how did you let it yeah, go? Yeah, that's a great, um, a great question. So I, I, I let go. I mean, the process was this, right? I had to look at it and say, okay, who can I serve? Who can I actually serve to the best of my ability? And I didn't take on, you know, because you're starting out, you need money, right? I have a you know, wife, a, a, a son who's 15 months, right? Um, and I made this change as he was born, right? So I was like, okay, I got to really make sure I can take care of us. So, um, you know, as I, you know, truly believe, and I know a lot of marketers think this way too, right? You can do, you know, marketing, then you can apply it to any business you work with, right? That's kind of the, the, the thought, but the reality is there really is a few people who you, you know, understand their industry better and you can really make a bigger impact, um, so I didn't quite, uh, you know, niche down at that point, but it was more of a, who can I serve the best right now? And who am I, um, you know, giving them not the best that I know I can. Hmm. And I think that was really my approach to be like, okay, I know um, these, and they may not even notice and they'll continue paying me for the next year or two. But for me, I noticed that I can't, that I'm not serving them to the best of my ability. Hmm. So I had to make that decision and realize, okay, who can I give them more to and give the most to? Um, and then I had to, and then I scaled down in that way um, to kind of re <laughs> regroup while I can serve the people that I know to serve best. Wow. Now that's, uh, you know, you, you make it sound so easy, but you know, it takes a, a <laughs> lot of maturity, a lot of discipline and, you know, a willingness to kind of sacrifice money, which is actually I think the hardest part of, uh, you know, figuring out what you figured out, which is, you know, who can I serve best? Eh, well, and also, uh, you know, your kind of moral and ethics that go into that to realize that you can't serve everybody best. And some people, you just won't, you know, and I, I always went back to, you know, who do I enjoy serving the most? Because if I, if I personally don't enjoy serving this type of client, then they're not going to get the best out of me. I'm going to be miserable and nobody's going to win. And so, but then again, you have to say, I'm not going to accept a two-year contract that might be worth a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right. Right. 
Wow, I let go of a good amount close to that, right? Wow. And potential revenue just to say um, that this isn't going to work. Well, because also it would, at some point, it would, you know, my belief was if I'm not serving them to the best, um, at some point it may come back to bite me. So I need to really just uh, focus on what I do best and the people that I want, you know, serve best and also feel complete with me that I know that I'm like, okay, I'm doing what I can for these people, which is in that case for them was to, to let the business go. I love that. So now that you have kind of, uh, you know, the systems in place, you've started to identify your your niche or at least the clients that you like to serve. Uh, what's the next step? Like where you, do you have uh, objectives for the next 12 months or how are you kind of planning in the future? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm very excited right now, um, obviously, because it's kind of, you know, I've always rejected systems <laughs> and it's funny because I was in the military, right? So um, I was a very bad soldier, but I was a pretty good sergeant because of that. Because, <laughs> um, but when I came into this world, I realized quickly that I can't just wing it anymore, right? Within organizations, you can often just kind of be the person shows up in the emergency and fixes it. And yeah, great, big win. Uh, but when you're out there on your own, uh, it doesn't just work to do that. You have to like plan, systemize and, and, and do all those things. And I tried to pick up different systems, but I was afraid, right? Like to, to niche down, it was very scary. It's like, how can I um, choose to do that? There's so much business. Will I have enough business to actually... You know, I don't have enough experience in that industry. How can I be the guy for that industry? And all these questions. Um, and I think, you know, looking at the, you know, and I've tried all these different programs to, and everyone's saying niche, 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 niche. Because uh, <laughs> that's, you know, the most profitable way of doing it, right? Both systems, time. I mean, also I hear, right? I'm not going to make that claim. I don't know enough yet, but it sounds like it from all the experts. <laughs> people are saying it, right? So uh, important, smart people. Um, so Finally, I, I'm now listening um, and I'm taking it to heart and taking the systems that, you know, from the uh, agency accelerator, for an example, to the productizing the service, right? So it's not this, you know, crazy, I'm, I just do everything, you know, what do you need to a very specific set of, of programs that I'm, uh, I'm finalizing still, I'm, I'm bringing it into, you know, the, over the next 90 days, I'm really closing that down into the niche, mm. the niche I'm going to work with um, and the product is being complete uh and i know how to work it right having my fulfillment engine fully mapped out at every step of it so as i grow you know and i take on the next 10 to 12 clients over the next um you know that is my goal within the next 90 days is to grow again that 10 to 12 clients and then build the next 10 to 12 but only after i build the infrastructure for it and each kind of you know i set the steps of where i know i'm going to need the next uh-huh. person to start working on the next fulfillment level that i'm going to be need to pro- be providing uh, so where I'm right now is really that that build up finish of the uh, the architecture of a you know what I hope to be a seven figure business very soon. Man, that's that's fantastic. Well, and the fact that you didn't do the five, ten year, even three year plan, you know, because we always talk about digital marketing, the the ninety day plan, because that's right now, but it's long enough where it's going to make a big impact uh, in the future as well. And then I also liked how you talked about the the corporate side because it is. Totally true. In bigger organizations, what happens when you have success is that your managers could then claim that success and their managers can claim that success. And then your one success just led to everybody like, oh, wow, we're doing fantastic. Like, well, I, you know, he's my employee. <laughs> and so you have this kind of, you had this false sense of like, yeah, and you could live off of that for months maybe before anybody realizes like, wait, 
he actually hasn't done anything since then. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, from one big to an, one big win to another, um, yeah. while a lot of small stuff, you know, the systems, the little things start to pile up, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the well, and there's so many people, and they could take care of the right. problems that occur, Absolutely. or or the scaling. You know, you have enough right. resources, but when you're on your own, you don't have that. It's just like, okay, I just create a pile of problems like you found out <laughs> and there's only one exactly. person that's going to fix it <laughs> exactly there's no hiding behind anything right i mean it doesn't matter you know i and it's very humbling and very um you know mentor of mine he's a great guy named uh gary century he centers he owns this uh, company called the y institute right the software company to help people find their why mm. um, really cool stuff um, but he told me initially, and you know, he was like, "Look, you're gonna get your ass kicked, <laughs> and it doesn't matter." <laughs> you know, it's very straightforward, very true, very honest, right? But I was um, living off this high of all these big wins I've had behind me. Um, you know, I was very confident in my sales ability and my marketing ability, and I just knew, you know, so I was like, "I know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump over all these hurdles that some people do." You know. Yeah, this is easy. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, no, I ran into the exact same problems everyone else runs into. <laughs> so it's a, uh, you know, it's very confirming, but also just very, um, I think it's just very natural and just learning um, and humbling and, you know, trying to, you know, really accepting uh, knowledge from the people who are, who do it best. Right. Well, and I think that puts you in the right frame of mind to help your clients as well, because your clients are, are really where you were at, where they don't really understand what they need, don't understand how to get it, and they don't understand what to do with it when they do get it. And so having that kind of, uh, you know, failure to put it in simple terms will help you realize like, oh, okay, no, I don't have everything. And then you could get into growth because I've seen what happens when you don't have that is you have these you know, gurus with these inflated egos and really not very useful advice because they had it so easy and it just came so automatically that they never had to struggle. And they're like, marketing's easy, business is easy. And then all these things and and then it really separates them from what's real. And now you're you might have a you know a ton of clients and a ton of uh followers, but they're not going to get the success that you had because your experience is not realistic. It's very nice for you. I hate you. <laughs> you know? I was looking at those guys. I'm like, what the hell? Everything they do is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I think your experience is is pretty standard for agencies. And and there are two options though. It's either you learn from it or you fail and you go back and you get a job. And and the fact that you're you're figuring it out, you've had a lot of success already. And but you're also acknowledging uh, you know, the deficiencies in, in what you thought it was going to be, uh, is huge. And I think, I think you're going to be super successful. So I, I'm, I'm glad to share your story and claim a tiny bit of it for digital marketer. <laughs> Thanks. I, I actually, I think you can claim more than just a bit, but I, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So what's, uh, what's next for you? Is it, uh, I know you have your 90 day plan and you have your seven figure plan, but you know, just for, for fun, uh, where do you see yourself or where would you like to see yourself in? I don't know. We'll say, I'm going to say three years. I was going to say 10. I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen in 10 years. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I feel the same way. Um, I, I mean, these are absolutely right. Incredibly exciting times. I mean, I'm looking at the um, everything that's happening in the AI world as an example. And, um, and really a big part of this infrastructure that I'm building is all with AI, right? I'm doing right now the AI bootcamp with Digital Marketer mm. as well, which is phenomenal. So that's just so cool. Um, I'm doing a few other programs that, you know, everything to do with AI. I'm pretty much 
anything that's come my way, I'm investing in it and, and applying it so I can build, you know, this next type of business model that runs on a big percentage of artificial intelligence. So I think the potential is pretty um, exciting and I don't even know how big it can be in, in three years. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in this place of um, there's just so much opportunity with this new world where, where we find ourselves in. It's, it's very exciting. Um, I don't know that I can plan the next few weeks. <laughs> so I don't know about the few years from now. But I was yeah. going to be really impressed. I'm like, man, I, I write about this stuff constantly about AI and the potential and what might happen. And I'm still like, I don't know. Like maybe, I don't know. <laughs> like every month it goes, even during this boot camp, the AI boot camp you're talking about, it's like week to week. I'm like, oh crap, that changed. <laughs> Right. I mean, ChatGPT4 came out during, right? And all these new things that are happening. Um, it's just, you know, and, and not just on the generative side of creating content. I mean, the customer support potential, the, you know, sell support potential, the all the aspects of business that this is going to touch and have a, you know, have a fully artificially intelligent, you know, customer support team that knows your knowledge base and can answer questions, right? I mean, obviously you still need the human parts. It'd be great, but for someone like me, I'm just one guy. I can have a robust support system that doesn't sleep, right? Yeah. That probably costs a, a fraction. Um, so it's, a, it's exciting to look at the different business, um, you know, what, what we'll be able to use it for if we apply it as quickly as possible. And, you know, who knows how much time we actually have before it's, you know, to, to actually capitalize on it before it becomes a whole new who knows of existence yeah oh yeah no i'm still like well how can i just turn myself into an ai and then i could like sit around and do nothing all the time <laughs> <laughs> as you're going like well you know i i love your story i love your your kind of honesty and and ability to kind of see the situation if you're interested what i'd like to do is set uh, a three-month podcast with you for the next uh let's say three quarters and then just we'll talk about your story and say hey we're doing a status update uh, let's see how Asian's doing and yeah. I'll go from there. What do you think? That's, that sounds really cool. I'm excited to, I'm one that will make me super accountable. So I'm, I, I uh, uh, <laughs> it doesn't get much more <laughs> accountability than that. Like, <laughs> I have to talk about it. I love it though. That sounds really cool. Fantastic. Well, we'll plan on that. Uh, we'll send the invites and, and we'll get the series going. Uh, in the meantime, where can people learn more about you and your business? Yeah, that's a, a great question. I mean, I imagine if people want to reach out to me, the best place to do so would be on uh, LinkedIn. And they can find me, Eitan Pollinger, E-T-A-N, um, dash Pollinger, <laughs> P-O-L-I-N-G-E-R. Um, and my website, prosperousmedia.us. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, thank you be... so much. I, I think, yeah, and, and definitely follow uh, Eitan and, and just be sure to post. And and change your uh, your LinkedIn profile with your new business name because yes, <laughs> yeah. <people need> to... <laughs> well, I, I know I said I'm like that's the best place to go. I need to update my my stuff to to match that. Um, so yes, I will be doing that. Well, I love that. Well, and, and part of the you know the CP community, the certified partner community, is uh, that accountability, but also you know the realization that you don't have to have everything figured out right now before you tell people about what you're doing because. You know, that's the kind of, you know, oh, I'm an imposter if I don't have everything perfect. It's like, no one does. I think, <laughs> I think that was a major um, constraint for me is that imposter syndrome and wanting to be like, I know, I, I've got to show that I know everything or else how is anyone going to do business with me? Uh, but it's the reality is we're all in the same boat trying to figure it out. And it's a, 
you know, some of us figure out some things better than others and the others figure out other things. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and just your ability to say, I, I don't know everything and I'm going to try to learn more, I think is, oh, especially right now with all the AI stuff. Cause I'm like, you know what, guess what, everybody, nobody knows how to do anything. We're all at the same level. So let's see who's going to do the work. Right. And that's, isn't that what that's about, right? It's all at the end about who's going to do the work and who isn't. <laughs> yep. And who's going to keep doing the work forever. So now I love your story, uh, love your journey. And I am very much looking forward to uh, seeing what happens. So we're going to, we're going to schedule those out and everybody could hold me accountable to getting them done because I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. Everybody's the same. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much. Aiden. really appreciate your time and looking forward to see what you do. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarket.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketing. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.